this story continues to evolve and I was trying to remember because obviously we talked about it in the past and I was like, wait a second. Apple already got fined down there in Brazil. Uh-huh. And I was like trying to uh, remember what the amount was and it seemed insignificant to, to Apple at the time. The original fine was $2.34 million. Uh, that was the Brazilian Justice Ministry. They ordered Apple to stop selling iPhones without a charger. They said, no, you got to put a charger. Um, and then levied the fine in order, I guess, to incentivize Apple to change its ways. But you and I know that's not that easy as far as supply chains concerned. And globally, they're selling this box without a charger. Are they really going to reconfigure it exclusively for Brazil? Or are they going to put another box in each order? Anyway, two million bucks. We're like, Apple, they, they, they ain't going to sneeze over two million. But then today, it looks like we got an update on the story. It just escalated to 19 million for continuing to sell. And I'm like, well, 19 is closer to 100. And 100, I feel like you got to sneeze at 100, even if you're Apple. Who, Tim? I'm talking about millions, man. I'm talking about millions, even 19 million. You, I don't know. I mean, I realize Apple is richer than certain nations, but. A Brazilian court today levied a $19 million social damages fine against Apple for selling iPhones without a charger. The Sao Paulo State Court said that Apple must offer battery chargers with iPhones that are sold in the country, providing a decision in lawsuit brought about by the Brazilian Association of Borrowers, Consumers, and Taxpayers. Apple has said that it stopped offering charge with the iPhone. Well, we already know about that. The environmental thing. And Brazilians in government, at least, disagreed. Brazilian consumers, I don't know so much how they feel. They can let us know in the comments. I've seen a little bit of feedback from Brazilian consumers saying, hey, Lou, you don't understand how the market is down here. A lot of people don't have chargers already existing. If they're not laying around in the, in the same fashion as they are in places like North America. And Apple's saying, well, too bad for you. Just pick up one of our chargers or somebody else's for that matter. Government's sitting there saying, well, that's actually more waste because if a high enough percentage of people are purchasing a separate charger with separate shipping, separate box and so forth, maybe this wasn't the most efficient or thought out thing. And maybe this is about something else. That's the argument, Will. I just I just present you the argument. It's part of the job. Gotcha. Uh, But anyway, they're doubling down. That's a big time double down as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. You go from two, it's more than a double down. You go from 2.7 whatever to 19. Uh-huh. And so do we get a response from Apple? It, it, does anything change down there? Is there a point at which they're like, just throw the goddamn charger in because it's costing us more like this. I mean, how many how many phones are they selling over there? And But I don't even know in a court, you know, I would assume Apple's got the lawyers, and I would assume they've got the appeals. But if this thing keeps ratcheting up, I start to wonder if they do have, if the lawyers are having success down there or not. And uh, what's to stop other countries from doing this as well? Well, there's nothing other than the fact that we just haven't seen it. Other countries have done similar things, I guess, like mandating, for example, that Apple has to move away from the lightning connector towards the USB Type-C as a standard, but I think other countries, particularly Western countries, the same argument can be made of the existence of too many power bricks. So if you're talking about, I don't know, uh, North America or Western Europe or wherever, it might be a different argument than it is in Brazil or 
name your nation, India or whatever. It could be different in these places. And often when you look at phones that are targeted for those markets, you're actually getting more things in the package as opposed to less. Mm. You're getting a headset in some cases. You're getting a charger for sure. Cable uh, case is often included in uh devices that are targeted at these other markets so it's 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 just it's just different Mm. but of course apple takes the same approach no matter where they're doing business and in some cases the other effect of that is extremely expensive devices adjusted for each nation where they're doing business and when you do the currency exchange you notice that in some of these places also iphones are much more expensive and then people start saying and and i'm still not getting a power brick and by much more expensive i mean relative to um, a U.S. or Canadian purchased iPhone. So anyway, um, go back down. Let's just see where this, what the situation is right now. Stay there for a second. Apple is expected to sell iPhones with chargers and also provide chargers to all Brazilians who purchase their products after October 13, 2020, according to the Brazilian news site Estadão. Estadão. Apple sees providing chargers in an iPhone 13, yeah. Um... Well, this has to do with them not complying. There's 293 comments. Let's see what the top comment is here on on an Apple-related site, Mac Rumors. Chump change for Apple. Apple already made double the amount of profit without inputting the Apple charger on iPhones and charging $19 for a 5-watt Apple charger in today's era. Uh, that's co- comment number one. Comment number two. Funny how these topics show exactly how many fanboys are on Mac Rumors. It's simple. A country has laws. You want to sell your stuff in that country, you follow their laws. It's that simple. Okay, we get the back and forth. Oh, 22 votes on that one. Uh, last up, I think it's silly for consumers to be okay with their vendors eliminating goods and services, then maintaining and even increasing the price of what is being sold. They should knock 30 bucks off the cost of their of their phones for not including a charger. All right, well, we got a little taste of it over there. You let me know in the comments here what you think about it. Um... Is this a big consideration for you, especially if you're from Brazil? We'd love to hear from you. Apple's mixed reality headset reportedly lets you make payments with your eyes. Ooh. How you like that, Mark Zuckerberg? How you like that, Meta Man? How you like that, Quest 2 Professional for work? Go ahead, Will. Uh, This is cool. Apple's rumored virtual and augmented reality headset will reportedly use iris scanning tech for logins and payments. Wow. Never uh, out of the headset. They're like, is it you? Is that uh, you in there? Okay, cool. It's paid for. Uh-huh. What do you do? Blink? It's like blink. To, and you're like, ah, I didn't mean to. Refund. Uh, the report, which cites two people involved in developing the headset, says the scanning is supposed to make it easier for multiple people to use the headset with their own accounts. The eye scanning system echoes iOS tools like Apple's fingerprint or Face ID logins, and it would take advantage of the device's many cameras. It would also help differentiate Apple's offering from its main competitor, the MetaQuest Pro. That's the one I was talking about for work, is what they're saying, because it's $1,500. Hmm. Which the company formerly known as Facebook announced earlier this week, the Quest Pro features inward-facing cameras that can track eye and face motion, but it doesn't, at least at this point, use them for authentication. Well, what better authentication than your face, Will, and your eyes? Because that's you. That's your unique identity. It's like your fingerprint, except it's on your face. Mm. Um, How comfortable are you with that? Is it any different, really? I mean, these are all forms of bio unlock, whether it's your fingerprint or face. What is Face ID already doing? Mm-hmm. Put dot projection on every element of your face. And, 
you're inside of the headset, how else do you interact? How do you authenticate? What are you going to hold your finger up to like a, a, a spot on the headset? Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this that's m- ridiculous. This makes perfect sense to yeah. me. Uh, we're too far gone at this point. Plus, Apple keeps telling you about all their privacy. You're supposed to trust them with everything. Don't you understand, Will? Yeah. They know you better than you know you. They have my face. That's right. They're taking care of you, Will. Oh. Don't you want to be taken care of? Um, okay. <laughs> Apple's headset is tentatively expected in 2023, but the project has been in development for years, and its launch date has slipped multiple times. Rumored $3,000 price tag, twice the Quest Pro. That they want it only for professionals as well. Three Gs. I think so. Yeah. Well, listen, this is going to price out a bunch of people that want to experiment with this tech, but I guess it'll put it in some people's hands. And it's like Mark says, it's a philosophical war or battle or something because they're all fighting for this futuristic augmented slash virtual slash authentication slash your whole life is inside of a headset. Meta's new headset will track your eyes for targeted ads. Well, that's how about that? You 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 planned that segue, didn't you? I was going back and forth with another one, actually. That's There's another rude. one, but uh, we'll, we'll go with this one. Look at you. That's rude. On one hand, you say Apple's going to just use your eyeballs to unlock your device. And then on the other hand, you say, oh, you're going to get those sweet, sweet ad. You're going to get that yeah. sweet ad juice, which only Mark can provide. Social media company gets one step closer to reading your mind. This week, Meta revealed the MetaQuest Pro, a new virtual reality headset that costs about as much as a pre-inflation mortgage payment. Easy, Gizmodo. With the uh, the punchlines and the setups to celebrate the $1,500 headset, Meta had made some new additions to his privacy policy, included including one titled Eye Tracking Privacy Notice. The company says it will use eye tracking data to help Meta personalize your experiences and improve MetaQuest. Mm. Well, I guess Gizmodo's reading into it and saying, well, hey, this gives them the opportunity to customize your ad experience using mm-hmm. your your uh, your ID in some way or another, knowing that it's you for certain. I had a weird Instagram ad experience recently with some shoes that I bought, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, thanks for that. And I'm like, I didn't buy these on Instagram. It's like, wait, what? And I was <laughs> like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm like, you guys are cool and everything, but... I don't know that I invited you over here, but I guess everybody in the world must be cool with it at this point because that's, I guess, the way that it goes now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Will? What? Instagram? You bought something, and then you're scrolling Instagram, and the company is thanking you for buying it, even though you just bought it off their website separate from Instagram. I think that's very creepy. Mm. Um, I think for some reason the eye tracking is really creepy, too. Tracking exactly where you look. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, I mean, imagine that, being able to input that data. They're like, oh, look where his eyes went. More of that, more of that, more of that. It's just the manipulation aspect of it. Once all that data gets put together and they're like, look what the humans are doing. The humans keep looking to the bottom left corner. Look what's in the bottom left corner. Let's do more of that. Mm -hmm. And then you just feel like, what? Who's in control of what? What am I doing? I got to disengage. Where do I disconnect? Where do I unplug? Mm. But you can't. Because the headset's so good and the distraction yeah. is so pleasing. I'm dead. <laughs> You're dead. You're just done. Yeah. We already knew that. Uh, so it could be for targeted ads. Uh, let's see. Meta has already developed a ton of technology for these purposes. The company filed a patent for a system that adapts media content based on facial expressions back in January. Oh, you started, he's starting to not enjoy it as much. Quick, switch the content. Mm-hmm quickly now back in january and experimented salacious with harnessing and manipulating people's emotions for more than a decade in january patented a mechanical eyeball 
Well, we don't know what they're doing to us, man. I'm going to the woods, dude. I'm out there. Yeah? Yeah. Just me and my... my... Apple Watch Ultra? No! I didn't say me and my bow and arrow. That's oh, it. okay. You can hunt with Rogan. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be eating rabbits. You understand? Elk. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, you can't escalate me all the way to elk. Oh, okay. That's a tougher. That's tougher to deal with. Sure. I gotta store it. I'm in the. You know what am I doing? I'm freezing out there. Mm-hmm. Need something quick. You can unlock Genesis's new electric SUV just like an iPhone. Oh, that's good. These Genesis SUVs look pretty good. Well. Not gonna lie. You like them? Are you seeing those? The GV60? You see those things when you're out there? You take a peek at those? Because you've been a big uh, talking about SUV this and SUV that. Yeah. And you've been telling the world which one is the best and which one is the worst as some kind of an authority on the matter. Plus, you're ordering cars left, right, and center. You have more cars on order than I do. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, this one's not bad. I don't mind this one. You can go for it. It looks like it's got some sort of double headlight action. It's a double headlight action. Yeah. Uh, you got a little hatchback for you. Kind of looks like the Mustang Mach-E a little bit. Sure, yeah. In a way. So anyway, um, what are we going to do? How are we going to unlock it with a finger? Uh, the same biometric technology that unlocks your iPhone is now available for a car. Well, are they talking about... Fin- so I'm, guess, I'm guessing Face ID. But it's weird. They keep saying fingerprint reader. Instead of traditional wireless key fob or Bluetooth-enabled phone as a key, the GV60 uses facial recognition and a fingerprint reader to unlock and start the vehicle. It takes less than five minutes to set it up. I was going to say each time? Get out of here. To set it up. From the driver's seat, use the touchscreen to create a new user profile and add your biometric data. Choose yes. Step out of the vehicle, stand in front of a tiny camera on the pillar between the front and rear doors. An illuminated circle shows that it's working. You get back in the car, place your right pointer finger on another circle at the center console until it's captured the fingerprint identical to the process of setting up fingerprint ID. After that, you're good to go. You unlock with the face, you start with the fingerprint. I love it. Well, what convenience. This is like, like before with the retina scans and the ads. We will always trade our privacy for convenience. We do it every time. We're like, is that going to be easier? What do you need from me? They're like, we need to scan you up and down. We're going to need a cavity search. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're bending over because it's so convenient. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. So unlock my phone. I need a cavity search. That's right. Oh boy. That's right. They're like, you want to get into your house? It's going to be cavity search, sir. You're like, but I just, I used to get into here so easily. And they're like, listen. Yeah. I had a key. They're like, it's a one-time deal. You won't but even. Now they're like, your buttholes. Yeah. No, no. They're like, they're like, they're like, you won't even yeah. notice uh, notice us in there. You're like, where? In my butthole? They're like, oh, you're like, no. they're like, oh yeah, we're we're really smooth with it. Oh god. You won't even well, notice. Say smooth. You won't even notice us in there poking around. No. Yeah, that's how they work. Well, that's how it really is, though. It's a finesse thing. It's it's. First of all, it's a convenience, and then all you're doing is it's some license agreement or privacy policy, which nobody knows about. Pure finesse, and next thing yeah. you know, uh, you, you, they got everything on you. Oh. Every little detail. I don't like that. They know what you ate last Thursday. No. I don't even remember. No, neither do I. Musk says SpaceX cannot fund Ukraine's vital Starlink internet indefinitely. Oh, that's rough. Come on. So they're asking the help of the Pentagon. Just call up the Pentagon real quick. 
Elon Musk said on Friday his rocket company SpaceX cannot indefinitely fund its Starlink internet service in Ukraine, which has helped the country, civilians, and military stay online during the war with Russia. Musk's comment on Twitter came after a media report that SpaceX had asked the Pentagon to pay for the donations of Starlink. The billionaire has been in online fights with Ukrainian officials over a peace plan he put forward, which Ukraine says is too generous to Russia. Oh, my God. Man, this guy's getting involved in all types of things. So he's trying to be a diplomat. Yeah, he's putting a he pe- wants peace. He's putting a peace plan forward, but he's a little removed from the situation. I get it; he can do a little research. I get it; he can have an inv- advisor, but it's a little tough. You're a bit bit removed from the situation, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So, Jack wants to come in right now. He doesn't notice the on air sign over there, and he here he comes. He's I don't know what he has to say, but oh. he's made a big presentation here. here he and look at him; there he goes. Maybe the camera will pick him up here. He just really wanted to say hi to everybody. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Did you want to say hi in the mic as well to everyone since you're here? Maybe you have a funny joke to say. Maybe you have a knock-knock joke. No. Go ahead, Jack. No, I got no joke. Just uh, <laughs> happy Friday. Yeah. Go Leafs, go. All right. There you go. That's awesome. That was hilarious stuff right there. We'll take it. We need it on a Friday, don't we? Uh, these are tough things to solve, Will. If it was easy with the warfare and stuff, once it gets out of control, once it starts going... It's it's it's, it's hard money. to shut it down, man. It's a lot of money oh, flowing. God, dude. The billionaire who runs Tesla says Starlink says he spends nearly twenty million a month maintaining satellite services in Ukraine. He recently said that SpaceX had spent about eighty million to enable and support Starlink there. SpaceX is not asking to recoup past expenses, but also cannot fund the existing system indefinitely and send several thousand more terminals that have data usage up to 100 times greater than typical households. This is unreasonable, Musk wrote on Twitter on Friday. Well, that gives him a little bit more leverage, seeing as how that's a fundamental component in their ability to defend themselves on the data warfare standpoint. Mm. If Ukraine doesn't have these services or if they become unaffordable that's a huge dent in their war effort so is the pentagon gonna step in is it is it joe biden time will um i think so he needs to intervene all right there you heard it from will he says it's joe biden time uh art or life climate protesters douse vincent van gogh painting with tomato soup yeah, okay. I, unfortunately, I can't play it. Okay. But, um, okay. There were just people recording this while yeah. they were defaming this um, painting here. Hmm. It's a classic move, isn't it? Yeah. We go behind the rope. We ruin the painting. We wear the T-shirt, and uh, we get the cameras and we do the protest. Yeah, there's a lot of like yelling and. Oh, wow. Are more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people. Anyways, I can't play too much of it, but okay. basically they also super glued their hands to the uh, wall. Classic yes. Starbucks style. The super glue move. Yeah. Which I'm still not fully understanding. I, I, I get the symbolism of it. Like, I'm here to stay. But I just feel I can still, rem- you know... You can forcefully remove the hand still. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a little and more. And it's going to be painful. Just a little more painful. And she's shaking uh, too. She's very nervous. Well, yeah. I mean, this, this is a big moment here with the uh, the tomato soup as well. So 
Um, um, fortunately, the Van Gogh painting is um, oh, yeah, behind yeah. glass. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure why they didn't spo- know that. I got to spoil their protest here, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Protesters, Come on, man. But, um, They're, listen, this is a big moment the for them. Good. Why you got to say the glass is there? <laughs> well, that's... Uh, that's Pretty much priceless. What is worth more, art or life? Asked one of two climate protesters who threw tomato soup at Vincent van Gogh's sunflowers painting at the National Gallery in London. The young activists from Just Stop Oil, a UK-based climate campaign group, threw the canned soup over the painting, which is protected by glass, and glued their hands to the wall underneath the iconic artwork. Spectators in the room were audibly shocked by this display, with some in the gallery calling for security. As one held the empty can of soup in her hand, the other questioned if the Van Gogh painting is worth more than food and more than justice. And no one decided to stop them. They're filming. Well, it's tough. I mean, I don't know what level of security you got going on in there. I don't, I don't even know in some cases if you're looking at the real painting or not. Don't they sometimes store those elsewhere and they have like perfect replicas? Does that go on or is that only in the movies? Maybe the Mona Lisa. For the heists and stuff? With the these things are priceless, Will. One of For a sure, kind. yeah. I it's don't in know. a vault somewhere. Anyway. But I would try to stop it if I was the media. Like, beyond the story? The media? On, oh, the no, media's... Uh, well, I, I don't know who they are, but... Well, media's just observing. They, they probably knew these... Like, look at I, all these people. I would assume that maybe this group puts out, like, a... Some kind of an indicator to certain... Media. Or maybe they all work together. I don't know. Okay, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, it could be a collaboration. Like, we're going to do the tomato soup. And <laughs> tomato soup day, everybody. We're going to do the, we're going to do project tomato soup. And then everybody kind of, uh, they send out the notice and then they get the, the publications that are, uh, sympathetic to them they show up and it seems like a much bigger it's deal. It's a disaster. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, Vincent van Gogh. Uh, he'll be okay yeah. with the glass over top. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's, you know, Vincent Van Gogh. He's not too concerned about that at this point in time. No. But somebody is, somebody who runs the place over there in London. Uh, I don't know, Will. Everybody's, uh, everybody's got an idea. Everybody's got a plan. Everybody's trying to do something, fix something. They think they know the way to do it. Mm. These ones want to stop the oil. Elon wants to stop the... Well, or stop paying $20 a month for the Starlink stuff. And Ukraine wants a better deal with Russia. Russia wants a better deal with Ukraine. Tim wants you to buy Apple bricks. Tim wants a better deal with Brazil. Yeah. See how this goes? Everybody's got a plan. Oh, we're, 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 we're quite the planners, aren't we? Yes, we are. Anyway, thank you very much for joining here today. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Thank to everybody in the, the community. And uh, enjoy your tomato soup later this afternoon. Okay, thanks. Later, guys.